ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anything But A One podcast, episode 46. Uh, my name's Merrick, I'm doing the intros this time. Trothman's computer's broken, and this is the fourth time we're trying to do this episode. Um, it's not gone well, has it, guys? Uh, talking of the guys, who's here? You've got Nazgul. And Nightwing. And, as mentioned, no Trothman. Uh, his computer's dying a death, apparently. We've tried to record this twice already. It's been about an hour for these guys. I only got back in about half an hour ago and it turns out I didn't need to rush back apparently it's been an absolute shit show <laughs> but uh, so since gonna... you got here yes. everything got better yeah exactly it's great um, except it well, kind of got better it crashed twice while I was here <laughs> you see, that, that's double the amount of crashes in fact three times the amount of crashes from before I got here yeah, this is true so it's all your fault exactly as is most things um, basically, so we're going to do, because time's gotten on, we're going to do a super quick episode. We were going to do an hour or so on Welsh Open. We're going to condense that to literally what our results were and a couple of notable things that happened in the tournament. Uh, we're also going to do a quick rundown of the Amazon race because we feel we can bash it out pretty quickly. And um, uh, Twelfthman hates Amazons, so screw him. He doesn't need to be involved. This is true because he will just badmouth them all the way through. Exactly, and Amazons are great. Exactly. So, Merrick, how was your tournament? Uh, my tournament was good. I took Lizardmen. Uh, I don't think I got a chance to mention that because I was absent from the previous episode. Um, I had a, a middling tournament. I went 3-0-3, which is disappointing considering I was 2-0-1 after day one. So I, I kind of bottled day two. Uh, in fact, I was actually 3-0-1 after round four. So I was up there in the top tables and bottled my last two games. Two of my losses came from attempting to stall and failing. <laughs> uh, and the third loss, the third loss, I was 2 0 up at half time and lost 3 2. Uh, so basically, that is, that is just well, yeah. I co- yeah, I cocked up a pretty good tournament. Well, the the 3 2 loss was against 20 Phoenix Bretonians. Right, yeah. 20 Phoenix, a fantastic coach who I've never beaten. It's been 3 2 0 losses, I think. And um, I went 2 0 up before half time through some awesome skink and Soros bullshit. And I thought, oh, it's going to finally happen. And then he just took my team off the pitch, uh, got himself a blitz. Uh, I dropped the ball consistently, and he ran in three touchdowns. I'm like, ah, Mike, now, Mike. N- now, now, let's, let's, now, let's be fair. Was he luring you into a false sense of security, and did you fall for it? I'm not sure he was, because my dice turned to shit, and my Soros left the pitch despite being armour nine oh, against okay. Bretonians who have no claw. And I don't think he had any mighty blow either. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I played. I, I put this on Twitter as well. I played two Bretonian races, admittedly coached by two top tier te- coaches um, in Itin and Twenty Phoenix. I lost both games, and I'm beginning to see where Dark Sun's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm, worth I'm saying to, I, that what there were, f- I think we, there were five different uh, teams there. Bretonian coaches, and, and this like, was yeah. basically the ideal team the ideal roster for them as well because they could afford Absolutely. to have 12 men all with the skills all the positionals and eight skills and eight normal skills on a Bretonian roster is crazy good absolutely obscene well yeah. it's mental because you've got the obviously the four uh, knights and the four yeomen and you can just add the, add the skills to them as you need to and it's ridiculous they are super good at so, tournaments where you can or already noted they are super good at tournaments where you can get plenty of skills in um, but yeah my my Welsh Open can be summed up by uh, two wins where I completely bullshitted my opponents uh, one very tough hard fought win against Dream Creator in game one 
we both had aspirations of doing quite well, so that was a pretty tough game. And three losses where I completely and utterly bottled <laughs> positions. So that went well. <laughs> uh, now, Gob, how did you get on, mate? Uh, I was fairly pleased. Uh, I had a... At the end of day one, so my last game on day one, uh, was on table one, which I promptly lost to Loki. But, you know, still, I, I was on table one. And... It's a start. At yeah. the fifth game, I it was the start of the fifth game. It was entirely possible for me to win the tournament. I mean, I wouldn't have done, given that the guy that won the tournament was unbeaten. But that's not the point. It was possible. It was feasible. Yeah. It was feasible. There, there was an opportunity there. Yeah, and I then lost my fifth game. Uh, what I've learned once again is I still can't beat Hawker, and as he's not here to defend himself, I'm going to say it's because he cheats. Not because he's a significantly <laughs> better coach than me. Okay, so is this is this an actual accusation, or is this just you being a not not bitter at all? Oh no, the man is just a much much better Woodolf coach than me. Um, I think it's either the second or the third time we've played Woodolf on Woodolf, and I I just can't beat him. Uh, the biggest problem is that he plays a really cagey game. He's very careful. He chips players yeah. off. Yeah. Um, to, to put my tournament in context, uh, I by the time we sat down, I think I'd done one casualty all tournament, and I'd suffered 10 or 11. So that's over the course of four games. Oh. Hawker I mean, had suffered three and caused over 10. As would elves. As would elves. With a tree man? Oh, no. Tree no, no. Without, without a tree Correct. I see. Basically, knows what he's doing. Knows what he's doing. Um, and yeah, so anyway, uh, very good. Uh, I got to beat up some stunties, which was nice. And yeah, all in all, I, I had a very good day. I was very happy. And I, I, I got to play a variety of people who, well, almost all of them I played before, but are all very nice people. I also got to play against the Britannians. And okay, I was about to ask that. Did you get to play against any Brett's? How did you find Well, uh, I think it's fair to say that Alex should have listened to me. Um, <laughs> so he, he wasn't... That's, that's true of any situation. Well, he really, he wasn't it? necessarily going to play. Uh, it wasn't until the morning of the, of the first day that he actually confirmed. And we were talking about potential rosters for him in the car across because uh, I stayed at his place. And I said, well... You know, your four, your four dodge and your four guard, that sounds good. Um, but if you come up against a Wood Elf team like mine, some sure hands and some tackle would really help you out. So when he came up against me and didn't have the sure hands or the tackle, I just went, pop the ball, score. Pop the ball, score. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I mean, that is... Yeah, that, that's the way to counter them, really, isn't it? I mean, we, we that sort of sums up the differing... Uh, styles of our races well doesn't it is that my lizard men were kind of bashy to try and control the game they were much better at it than me because they had more guard and they had wrestle they had dauntless you however very agile and quick and they are not for that i mean they're quick enough but with no tackle and no sure hands on the team what else are going to stomp them aren't they really yeah they've got their weaknesses yeah, for yeah. As strong as they absolutely are, they it. have their weaknesses um i i think it's it's only fair to mention the fact that the Bretonian teams did do extremely well. They did. And they did so, very well. Yeah. But I, as previously mentioned, it's a fantastic rule set for them. It, it yeah. is. I reckon they'd struggle at lower TV, such as. Is it 
Now, what was Walsh? One point two. Right? I think if you if you looked at the loss they could take at one point one, um, they're a little bit tighter. I think because yeah. they're, be, they're, they're, they're yeah. and one point one tournaments tend to have a lot of exactly. Well. Yeah, and if it, it to be honest, if it was um, if it was a tiered tournament, they would invariably be ranked tier one. And if they only had, for example, four skills to throw around. That becomes a much tougher proposition. I think. Yeah, I think the Bretonians are going to be a bit weird. I think they're going to be like pro elves. Pro yes. elves. Yeah. If they are tier two and have access to tier two skills, are effectively tier one. If yeah. they are tier one and only have tier one skills, they are effectively tier two. Yeah. I would actually also, on that note, compare them to lizard men in that case. In the start yeah, off, that's fair. With some kind of useful skills, but if you if you skill up a lot of your players, they become really really good such as the saurus same with the knights and the yeoman on the other side and the skinks but if you put them at tier one with only 1.1 and only like four skills it spreads too thin yeah you're gonna have some they become yes. much much more that, that's the comparison that yeah. i would make now i, I will yeah, say that this was a tournament of 50 people and there were five bretonian teams now you had angry hobbits who were who were down in 41st and then yeah. you had uh, Twelfth and a Land Rover, who both took the Britannians and they were fifteenth and sixteenth. You had Twenty Phoenix coming in ninth, and you had Itchen coming in second. Mm. These are firmly top half, top third, and two of them in the top ten. They are very, very strong. To put that in context, uh, the and other top I'll ten bring teams. This up later. Okay. Well, the other top ten teams are Wood Elves, Undead, Dark Elves. Oh, yeah. one Skaven team. So that, that, they they were they were up there with some of the best tournament teams. Yeah, around. exactly. And I will also say, um, we'll get onto the circumstances of this, but Land Rover could probably have placed higher in different circumstances, and I will explain why yes. in a minute once yeah. we yeah. with the uh, Welsh yeah. Open. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, is that yours sort of wrapped up? The, then, well, the only thing I'll mention is I got to beat up some goblins, which was nice. However, for Very possibly nice. the first time ever, I was not the filthiest Wood Elf coach in the room. For beating mm-hmm. up stunties. Um. Yeah, that was um, it. A strange thing happened, basically. <laughs> the uh, the tournament the tournament record for the NAF tournament record for amount of touchdowns scored was somewhat smashed. Uh, live on camera, no less. Um, between Hawk, um, Bristol's own Hawk or Bubba's own, I should say. I'm, I don't really think he's a Bristol coach. Uh, he was at Bubba for the World Cup and um, beer and blood bowls. Gamir, yes, Gamir. Yeah. I, I, I think I it's Gamir. Pronounce his name, Gamir. Um, so the goblins did fantastically well against the Wood Elves. They scored four touchdowns, which is incredible for goblins against Wood Elves. It's just that the Wood Elves scored eleven, which I don't think I've ever seen before. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they had two blitzes and a riot mental. or something. But even so, it, it was just it was just uh, a succession yeah. of one turn touchdowns, basically. Yeah, because it was the Doom Diver essentially just doing one turn touchdowns, yeah. and the Wood Elves doing one turn With touchdowns glam, or two turn touchdowns as it was, and just it, if the goblins, I guess if the goblins failed to pick up, I didn't watch much of the game, but if the goblins failed to pick up, that was it, just steamrolling yeah. and just running another one touchdown. Um, but yeah, and, oh, and as far as I'm aware, they continued with their one turn touchdowns until the Doom Diver died. They, yeah, they, they were basically tra- <laughs> trading them off. Um, it was it was it was brilliant, ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, if you go to um, Beer and Blood Bowl's Facebook page, uh, you will be able to find the recording of that game. I believe it's on their YouTube as well. So if you're curious about that, uh, go check it out. It's uh, it's strange. <laughs> um, so 
Naz, you. That, how did you finish in the end? Uh, I think I finished tenth. Uh, no, okay. no, I finished so what was that, eighth. Four, I'm, four I'm happy. Uh, I came. Uh, I came eighth with four wins, two losses, and the people I okay. lost to both finished above me. Yeah, that was um, that's that's always solid. I mean, I, I mentioned sorry, go back to mine. I, I lost to second place and ninth place, so two top ten coaches. So I will absolutely take that. And I think I'd be eighth place. So, yeah, we were we were pretty much up there. Uh, Matt, um, you predicted for your tournament. You said you predicted one win. Yes. How did you get on? I managed to get more than one win. It was sweet. Was it two? Yes. Wins? It was. It was. It was an entirely oh. average. Two wins, two draws, two losses. I wouldn't say that's average. You only lost thirty three percent. I I was a bit disappointed with it. Um, but okay. It, yeah, it, it was just. I hadn't dared, but it was just two entirely average days. Both days was a win, a draw, and a loss. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. It's pretty much just a case of okay. Well, this is. Um, did, did you get anywhere near the Mister Average Award? Uh, no, caused too many casual. Uh, and actually, and actually cause... not good enough because no. you came twenty ninth and not twenty fifth. Yeah, that's right. I was yeah. So, bottom half of the table pretty disappointing to be honest um but it was it was six enjoyable games um any stand yeah uh well um yeah special mention to angry hobbit who i very nearly pitch cleared his Bretonians. um and <laughs> i managed in one turn to chain push two of his knights off the pitch which was tremendously pleasing nice. <laughs> um yeah so that 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 was fun um Hawker beat me, obviously. Um, so that was a 3 0 flashing. Even though I fouled and killed his treeman in turn one, it just. Oh, he did made... have a tree. He did okay, have a tree. He did have a tree. Yeah, he had a tree because I killed it. Um... <laughs> it, did, it, didn't, it didn't help. Oh, I don't remember. Help. It, yeah, it didn't help at all. Um, Fantastic. Who else did I play? Played some goblins, played some orcs. Uh, my last game, game day two was three massively enjoyable games uh played Seville, uh one of the uh, welsh coaches his orcs and we just had an absolutely mental 2-2 draw which undead versus orcs you don't really expect anyway um mm. because it was one all at half time because he ground down and got scored in about i think he scored in his turn seven then he completely forgot that actually ghouls are quite fast and set up, his play- <laughs> set, set up all his players centrally. So I just said, I'll just run my ghouls down the flank and go for a two-turn touchdown. Um, second half, he absolutely sort of had me on the ropes. I managed to get the ball into his half um, near to the end zone. He crowd-surfed me, which I set up because I kind of thought... The ball will go somewhere vaguely advantageous, which it did. Um, managed to get someone to the ball. He then knocked me over, picked it up with a thrower, tried to pass it up pitch, and one of my whites went, nope, I'm just going to intercept that, thanks. I then I then had a turn of doing loads of manoeuvring to try and get the whites out of the two tackle zones he was in. Completely failed. Well, no, didn't fail anything but just didn't get the right results. So I was getting pushes rather than knocks down and stuff. In the end, I was like, I've run out of other players. Well, the White's just going to have to do a 4-plus, 3-plus, 3-plus dodge, um, and then two go-fits, and he did, <laughs> with no re-rolls. <laughs> uh, and then 
Seville managed to get a two-turn score with a similar thing. I completely thought I'd stopped him because he had his lineman with the ball, five squares from the end zone. I completely pinned him in. And I thought, this is great, he's not going to score. So he just went, okay, I'll just dodge through that tackle zone and that one. And I'll long bomb the ball to that blitz rover on the other flank, who's in a tackle zone, who caught it, and then dodged out, and then went for it twice and scored. And that was 2-2. Two, was two, two. It was just absolutely immense game. Uh, and then J-Bone beat me narrowly in the last game with his Dark Elves. And again, that was a yeah. really tight, really enjoyable game. So a little bit disappointed. Kind of wants to do better than 2-2-2, two, 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 but yeah, it's fine. It was slightly worse than last year. It was better than the year before. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think, to be honest, most of I think most of your Welsh Opens could have topped the year before. Well, from what I remember of it, was that the year that I've done a my Dark Elves do, stopped your Chaos Dwarfs? Uh, yeah, that was. I think I got a one-one-four that year. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. I got. I think Can it I... was two-three-one last year. So. Can I just take a moment to say, uh, and I realise this is off topic and, and that's unhelpful, I've been playing some Dark Elves on Fumble recently. Oh, oh my god, I love them so much. I love Dark Elves. How I have I never played with them. Dark Elves before? They are such fun. I love them. They're just full I'm, of elfy bullshit, yeah. but they don't die. I know. My, 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 my Blood Bowl 2 Dark Elves spoke to differ, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on topic. Uh, back on topic. So, good... Average to good results all round, I would say. Two average results and a good result. Which, to be honest, makes an entirely above-average tournament for anything but a one, right? Because Alex did pretty well. I was going to say, uh, yeah, Alex, but he, but he had, had, had a beardy Bretonian team, so the less said about that, the uh, better. We don't, yeah, less said about that, the better. He's not here. Fuck Bretonian. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> okay. Um, so, other noticeable factors of this tournament. I mentioned earlier about Land Rover finishing 17th and probably being able to finish higher. He probably would have been able to finish higher if he wasn't playing 12 games of Blood Bowl in one weekend. Yeah, 13 I mean, if you count the friendly. He, he um, did finish uh, both... He, he also finished 38th. <laughs> That's fantastic. I mean, so the story of this is there was a dropout. Alex couldn't play. And I believe that in order for Alex to play, Land Rover offered to play two games at once throughout the weekend. Pretty much, yeah. So he played a speed bowl game with Alex at, to count as his round one. And then promptly went, I think it was, I want to say Dwarfs and Bretonians. It was. From two, rounds two till six, playing two opponents at once and doing respectably well doing that. It's absolutely ridiculous. Because I think he was basically speed bowling as well. Oh, he was, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It, and absolutely I, mental. The mental capacity to be able to do that. And well. I'm not sure quite like, what he did to deserve this, but counting the friendly, he played Alex three times. Oh, that's, a, that's yes, unf- yeah, that unfortunate. Yes, One, one of each of his, um, uh, well, one of each of his coaches, I suppose. I suppose you could call yeah. it one of each of his teams. Yeah, abs- abs- Oops, sorry, guys. Yes, yeah, so just, ridiculous just, achievement. Just very odd, but yeah, top marks. Yeah, absolutely. And it meant that Alice got to play, which was lovely. Well, for some of us. <laughs> well, I, <beat> him. <laughs> for, for, I was going to say, yeah, for, you for the ones who didn't have to play him, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, oh good, more Bretonians. Piss off, Alex. Can we can we have another drop up? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the Welsh Open. Um, shame we couldn't go into it in more detail because it's always a fantastic tournament. I mean, fifty coaches is no mean feat. No, no, not and at all. They consistently they consistently hit that mark every year. So, uh, big ups to Hawker for running it. 
as always. And I believe um, that next year is the 10th anniversary, so he is planning yes, something special, although to quote Hawker, he doesn't know what just yet. But there will be cake. Ooh, cake. There we go. That's, that's all you need to know. You should come because there's cake. And I think they're getting more of the venue available so they can get more people in. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, basically, so, yeah, big, it's, big, it's awesome. big improvements awesome uh, to venue capacity. So hopefully we can hit maybe 60, 70 coaches. Yes. Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah. You could fit a few more in there. I, I think Absolutely. so, yeah. If you had access so, to the whole thing. <sighs> anyway, but so we have, that's well we have important things to discuss, which is, for once... We're actually going to discuss an actual team. An actual race, which is the entire point of this podcast, until about six months ago, apparently. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. just stopped doing races and just concentrated on tournament play. I mean, it's like we said in the two-year episode. We should have done the races two, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But we haven't. And we're just finally getting on to like the last three or four, I want to say. And one of those three is Amazons. Now, Twelfman has previously stated his dislike of Amazon. Oh, the man So thank God he's them. not here. He does not like them. He, I don't know, but I, I guess. But then I think, well, you play awful slam teams with diving tackle and yeah. <laughs> stand firm, so sidestep, whatever. So screw you, you should have no problems against Amazon. You have diving tackle. I mean, and to be fair, he did hand me my ass when I was using Amazons, so he didn't have any problems. Yeah, so shut up, Alex. You're wrong. Amazons are great. And we're going to discuss why they're great. Um, so why are Amazons great? In a word, dodge. Yeah, dodge. Pretty, pretty, pretty much spot on. Thing. Yeah, everybody has dodge in the same way as all of the Norse and all of the dwarfs have block. All of the Amazons have. Dodge. I mean, technically, te- of course, that means they do have some natural I mean, counter. Okay, technically, not all of the Norse have all, all dwarfs. They would have. Now they are. All, they're actually okay, fair enough. a bigger. <laughs> they're a bigger comparison to the original Norse. So the original yes. Norse were yes, they all. Are. Yeah. Six, three, three, seven. Yeah. And some of the Norse had pass, some of the Norse had catch, some of the Norse had frenzy, and the rest of them were linemen. And so this is before they had a big guy. That's and right, yeah. The, the Amazons were a complete mirror of that, but with dodge. Yeah. And spot on. When yeah. the Norse when the Norse got improved, for some inexplicable reason, the Amazons were just ignored. Well, would it be potentially that the Amazons were already pretty bloody yeah, good without they, they, needing to they, be they were already pretty badass, to be honest. I mean, when when I say improved, I do mean improved by having some more variation, not by improving the, the roster. Well, I think... Um, I, I get that, but I, I, I get like, one of their things is, you know, there's not much variety. All of them have got the same stat line. There's, the only difference is, is some of them have got slightly different skills for either carrying the ball or passing the ball or catching the ball, etc., etc. But isn't that sort of their thing? Yeah. I mean, their, their thing is basically reliability because you know that you've always got a way to dodge out of a situation, so you've got a 1 in 9 chance of moving without burning a reroll. Yeah. Um, you should probably outnumber your opposition because they are cheap as balls. Cheap as they are shit. so TS. And you can get in a starting Amazon roster all your blitzers, a thrower, a catcher, all your linemen. I think a reserve, three rerolls, and an apo at one mil. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. They, they they are super cheap. But having said that, they are technically because they're all armor seven. They are technically fragile. But it doesn't really seem like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it because it's so hard to knock them down. Um, 
obviously that there are counters to yes. them. Uh, mostly short, bearded counters. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Norse are pretty good against them as well at rookie level, but uh, at, at, at like a 1,000 TV, if you just start out with Amazons, there's not much out there that's going to no. be able to knock they, down. They are, they are very, very solid. I think it's probably worth taking a quick look at the positionals. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. So... Oh, absolutely. So the one you're going to see the most is the lineman. Yeah. And like I said, six, three, three, seven, dodge. Yeah. And they're, um, they're just... Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal yeah. trade-off for having one point less of armor to have dodge. Yeah, I mean, they, they dodge more reliably than elves. Yeah. C- compared to the elf lineman, they dodge more reliably. Um, they also true. stay on yeah. their feet more because they have dodge. So in case you, if you haven't been paying attention... Dodge means you're immune to one of the six sides of the block dice, so it means you're going to stay on your feet. Yeah, so it essentially reduces your opponent to having three pushbacks on the dice, which is phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's 50-50 at that point. He's just going to push yeah. you back with no other it's, it's, And then a two in three that they're just going to yeah, go down it's with pretty, It's pretty without. massive because it means um, if, as is quite common, you chuck your three Amazon line women on the line of scrimmage to get punched in the first turn... You've got a pretty good chance at the end of the first turn that they will. They might be back a square, but they'll probably still be on their feet. Yeah, and particularly at the start where you don't have teams with that much block, so it's quite common. Like if you're thinking of Wood Elves, Pro Elves, um, the Skaven teams, you're only looking at a couple of block. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. even when you're talking about like Orcs, they've only got four block, and that means there's actually only one side of the die that will knock you over. And not give away a turnover. That's huge. Yeah, it's a- it's absolutely massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all this for just fifty k. Absolute bargain. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're just really good, aren't they? I mean, yeah. it's, with the new MVP system, they don't scale up as quickly as they used to. So before, it would be quite common to see them get the MVP because obviously they make up the bulk yeah. of the team. Yeah. And therefore, you just get a very quick casualty with them, maybe. Just because they can get the old lucky casualty. Sometimes they have to hit. Or get a quick completion on maybe turn 8 or something like that. But now I'd say it's a lot harder to see them skin up and see an entirely blodging Amazon team than, yeah. than you it know, used to be a couple of years ago. I'm going to disagree with you here. Um, okay. So, I actually think that the, the new MVP rule really favours Amazons. So the, the okay. glorious thing about Amazons is they don't need any double skills. Um, so yeah. the, mm. almost all the team well, all the team has access to general but, and the linemen only have access to general. Now, So the line women, all they want is a single skill once. Yeah. They don't want anything else. Nope. They okay, don't need, don't need, don't need increases else, are nice. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, all I want I is, totally all I want is block. That means that for the yeah. price of a wood elf lineman I have got a blodging lineman. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can totally see where you're um, going to go here. Is that you can do that sort of just get them one star player point here and there, two star player points here and there. Give them, put them all on the MVP line, get them that first skill. Then you don't have to worry about them soaking up MVPs. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I think. Yeah. I know. I totally see where you're going. I think that. that MVP rule works in their favour. I think. I think. I think you're right. Yeah. The only. The only reason that you wouldn't give them that. Is if, as you said, is if they get a stat up. Yeah. See, this is fantastic time for this. So I'm probably going to take Amazon's in the season next, uh, <laughs> next time. Nice. So this, is, this is a perfect time. You're, to you're taking notes, Mike. So yeah. I can get some ideas. 
I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes of that little technique there with the MVPs. So, because I'd have just thrown them all on the blitzers and had like super. But I, I don't think you need to, because no. so no, so one of the things I always used to do on fumble and and a little ahead of ourselves because we haven't talked about the other positionals was I'd just game the black box because I'd have uh, a team which is maybe 1100 in team value, and it was almost all blotch. You know, you get to 1200, they're all blodge, and you've got four guard. And there is no other team that does that. No one can cope with you. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Let's say you go for four, even if you go four blitzers, a catcher, and six line women. 11 players, four of them already there. You just need to get seven, you know, um, extra sk- uh, bits of block. And that's only, what, 140k no. extra? That's one exactly. point. That's 1.14 no. of blodges. If- if it's ridiculous, if somehow you manage to get a second skill on a lineman, what would you take? Um, so as the very first second skill, I would have a kicker in. Yeah, kick. Because kick's Kick's great, great. and I love kick, especially on slower teams like Amazon. Okay. Because it means you can control the play a little bit more. Okay, interesting thought. Um, however, for a general purpose. Amazon is so cheap that I would be inclined to say dirty player. Yeah, because you will usually outnumber people because you got so many. Um, yeah, because I, I would I would dirty player pretty good. I, I would normally field like an Amazon roster of about thirteen and have a couple of dirty players in there in a perfect league team. Tackle is also pretty bloody good. I I would probably tend to think possibly in direction of fend. Yep, that's definitely one direction that I Fend would have been leaning because shout. Fend I is actually, awesome. I actually forgot about Fend. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Fend. if you've got if you've got blodge, um, blodge and Fend, brilliant combo. Yeah. Someone tries to blitz through your line. Yeah. Oh no, you've just pushed me back, and you can't follow up. You don't even need to try and risk. Exactly. So, yeah. Really. I, I have another suggestion, which goes. Okay. What's your if you don't roll doubles, because doubles will always, 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 always be guard. Oh yeah, agreed. And if you don't roll a stat up, if my line woman gets a second skill, buy. I'm not paying 90k for a line woman. Why would I bother? They're just going on the line. Oh. You mean fire them if it's yep, not? Okay. Just get rid of them. Fire them on the second skill. Okay. I would keep maybe two or three of them around oh. for the kick and dirty player. I'd probably want a dedicated dirty player um, rather than I mean I, I take your point kick is great but I think I'd probably want a dedicated dirty player and just give them that as their first skill yeah I think that's probably a good call I mean to be yeah no that's to, fair because you don't want to waste 90k on a guy yeah skill, I mean to be fair off. your players aren't going to get to second level unless you want them to yeah you know, if you if you get if yeah. you get you, you're gonna you, ha- end you up get, having if, to get ten yeah, star players with first, a line woman. Um, six points. You know, you get your first skill up. You've got to get another ten to go up again, and it's quite unlikely, unless you're trying to, that a standard line woman is going to get enough casualties, touchdowns, interceptions, whatever, to actually get that. I agree. Yeah, no, I can, I can. And, that's that's definitely. And I would have said as well, you is. don't need utility utility pieces. So if we if we segue into uh, some of the others, yes, uh, yeah. So the the it's the the thrower. The, for well, the thrower acts as a thrower, so you don't you don't need to worry about having a ball handler. 
Now, hmm. do, do you think you need a thrower on this team? No. I don't think the Amazon team needs well, a thrower. I really no. don't. To be honest, the only reason I take an Amazon... I don't think they need a catcher either. The only reason I take a thrower and a catcher in an Amazon team is just because I can afford them on the, on the starting roster. It gives you a backup a couple yeah. of skills to either, you know, pass or catch the I ball. think if the, um, if the Amazon uh, thrower so, came with short hands, 100% yes. As, yep. she do- as she doesn't, you may as well pick it up with anyone else on the team. Because so, part, part, passing, yeah, it's passing not like, is not going to be... It's not like you need a yeah, leader cast. So you it's are, not going to be part of your game plan. With both of these, you are paying uh, market rate for two skills, which are fine, but they're not outstanding. So with, with the thrower, you are getting pass for an extra 20k over the lineman, lineman. Otherwise, they are identical. So there there is definitely a point here of... Do you need what you're getting? I mean, you get you're also getting pass access... Um, and I think there's a later game version, which is quite nice, because at that point you've got a passer, and maybe having a passer is quite helpful. Um, but you mm. don't need the passer as your dedicated ball handler, because ultimately you are running the ball. You're not going to be doing anything else, because you're only edge three. Yeah. So doing doing the long long bombs, mm, maybe not for you. Um, so I, I, d- I don't think the thrower is overly necessary. No, and at, uh, at the end of the day, if you've got um, a couple of blodging line women, any of them can pick up the ball and be, to be honest, a just as effective, if not more effective, caddy for carrying the ball. Yeah. Um, now, the the one I will say I think is slightly more worthwhile is the uh, catcher. Yes. I quite yeah. like the catcher, um, but that's... So the catcher is the same as the thrower, just should point that out. Yeah. Uh, so still 70k, but has catch rather than pass. Uh, also dodge, exactly the same as all the others, because let's face it, they are a little boring in the uh, design department. They certainly are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's repetition there, as, as previously mentioned. But this one I quite like because of the edge access. Yeah, I, th- I think that that makes them worth it. And to be honest... The catch reroll is going to be potentially handy for your running play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, although I said I don't think Amazons truly need the throw or the catcher, it is super handy to have as a backup yes. option. Yeah. So, like, run it away. If you get into a tight spot with a blitzer, you can dodge away and hand it off to the catcher. Exactly, yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, I, that's, that's, that's I would never fine. use the catcher as my ball handler, but I quite like the idea of them just... Just in case. Just, just as the option. As the what, option. What would you... Yeah. Obviously, the first skill you would give a catcher would be blocked, I suppose. Um, one... Yeah. Well... Would that be uh, true of any Amazon player? Not, just give all of not them necessarily. Blocked, just because blocked Well, sorry. Yes, but I will make an argument for wrestle in place of block. Ah, uh, that's fair. I, yeah. yeah I'm, I, okay. I can see that on a catcher, actually. Uh, yeah. But it depends where you're going. I, I can see it. Yeah, where, where are you going with this? One? Um, purely as a, effectively in an offensive, <laughs> in an offensive way, if you so mean. So um, if yeah. you, if for example you are hitting, let, let's say you come up against another Amazon team, um, they have a ball carrier who is, you know, they're carrying the ball with one of their blitzers or one of their blodging line line women. Having the option of being able to wrestle said ball carrier to the ground instead of, you know, if they've got block and dodge, then the both down does nothing if you've got block. 
if you've got wrestle the base down becomes massively more valuable so yeah no i, I you you I you see, see that think the my, sorry, utility piece is better there because that that is one thing we didn't mention actually while we were talking I, about the line yeah thing. i was going to say because you could you could put them. wrestle on one of them yeah and I, I think it's i think it's equally valid there to be honest and i think there are there are certain teams against which wrestle is an absolute pain in the ass uh, for, yeah. for example, if you if you're a dwarf team and you are lining up against, for example, three wrestle line women on the line of scrimmage, even if only one of them takes one of your long beards down, for example, that suddenly becomes a positional pain because you're yes. having to use seventy five percent of your movement to stand back up. Um, so, I I think yeah yeah I I agree. So that there is there is an argument for spamming wrestle. I prefer wrestle as a utility skill on yes. on Amazon's. Yeah. Um, but I think that there are there's a really strong argument for using it on the catchers because as a second skill you can give them jump up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's, that's solid. I can see that. I mean, my initial thought with wrestle on the catchers would have been, why would you do that? Because if you give them the ball and you end up stuck, there's more of a chance you're going to go on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's more it, it's, it's a more from a defensive woman, point of view rather than a defensive. Yeah, point. I see what I totally see where we're going with that, and it, it could be great, absolutely, to have at least one wrestle piece in the team because if you're all blockers, if you come up against another team with a couple of really good blocking pieces, let's say mm. war dancers yeah. Yeah. on the wood elf team, if you wrestle them, synergize it with a potential dirty player or just any line woman foul. You've got much more of a better chance of dealing with high-value pieces such as war dancers yeah. and such. It, it gives you, it gives you. A way. And the thing is, you, you're likely yeah. to have enough guard on your team to be able to to sort of yeah to wangle that basically. Yeah, and so with, with that in mind, with with guard on the team, uh, Amazon Blitz is obviously quite. I don't want to say quite easy mm. to level up, but they're going to. They are most fucking of awesome because you can. You can have and four of them. One you can have skill, four of them. One skill, so 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 let let's four explain. Of them, and you mm. have blodging. Yeah. Exactly. So they become Amazon become a bash team yeah. before anyone well, else. Well, yeah. Does. So they are one of the very few pieces that starts with blodge. Um, yeah. They are only ninety k. Yeah. So again, you're just paying for the cost, but they have strength access. So that yeah. means you've got four blodges. Like you said, first skill they get guard. Yeah, which absolutely. is awesome. It's amazing. Um, yeah, and and at that point they're basically done. They don't really need anything else. Second skill, you no. get mighty blow, and you've got four guard mighty blow pieces that can rip through yeah. any front yeah. line. They are they are pretty. Make a cage of that, and you're just going to tear anything apart. Because the thing is, you can get four blodging guarding mighty blow pieces before a lot of players will get to yeah. like tackle a mighty blow and start causing you problems. And uh, it's it's fair to say that. Um, if you encounter them on the tournament circuit, um, Amazons are normally tier one, which is you know if it's a, I would say yeah, always, tier and one. I wouldn't even say normally. I would say no, always. No, if, if not if always. Tier not two always. But yeah, but but they are really? they are generally okay. um, tier one, and at the end of the day, it would be very unusual to come across an Amazon team that did not have four guard blitzers at tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Very unusual. Yeah. Unless unless there's a limitation on skills. Also, say yeah. it's also pretty rare. To, sorry. Now I think also pretty rare to come up against an Amazon team without Roxy. Well, oh, yes. Now now, come on to Roxy. I just want to ask a couple of quick questions because Roxy's lovely, but there are a couple of questions. Yes. So, yes. firstly, yes. Who's carrying the ball? 
on offense, who's going to carry the ball? I would give it to a blitzer. Or, in a tournament, Roxanne. Okay, okay. So, in general, you're going to try and carry with your blotch. Yeah. And that means, so, would you ever give sure hands to a blitzer straight off the bat? Um, It depends on my build. Uh, what I would be inclined to do in... Uh, I don't know. If... I would say no, because I would probably... Run a thrower and a catcher and hand off to a blitzer or pass to a blitzer while they're in the cage. Yeah, so you're relying on the fact that you've got a whole load of guard and a buttload of rerolls. Yeah, because Amazons, with the amount of block and dodge they have, don't need to burn as many rerolls as other teams do. So you can use it on the ball. So what I would do is I would go cage with obviously three corners of it blotched up. And the back corner maybe you know screened off by players to go around the side, and then when you've got the ball with the thrower, yeah, sure you might need to re-roll the pass possibly or the pickup, sorry I should say, but then you can run it up, do a like a quick pass to the blitzer in the cage, got the pass re-roll, you get a cheeky little star player point to go towards your hands <laughs> in maybe even game one, and then all you've got to do then is um, catch the ball. And if you don't catch the ball, the ball is more than likely going to land safe because it's surrounded by blodge. That's what I would do, personally. Yeah, okay. I see that. Um, I mean, I'm giving away my tactics for next season, but yeah. That, that's how I would do it. You've got to remember, I'm not a good blood ball coach, so I'm probably wrong. So, <laughs> but we'll I, I think then what we're saying is if you do take a thrower, you're going to want to get sure hands on them as quick as possible. You're never going to want two throwers, are you? Yeah, You're never going to want one. Yeah, absolutely not. No, I would say one thrower, one catcher, max. You're never going to use all of your positional p- p- uh, I think there's an arg- but, a later but, but, later game for argument for two catchers because if you get two two blodging catchers with sidestep, they're really annoying to hold the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, I that's, think that's true. Probably, yeah, because then you can you can you could sideline cage then and try and trying to and doing a sideline cage with guard and blodge is an absolute bit. Exactly. Um, now I'm. I'm going to be um, really annoying because I've just realised something that we, we, we kind of failed on um, so we've got we talked about the idea that you'd have a, a dedicated fowler and talked about you probably want sure hands at some point but it's not a massive priority for these guys Yeah. Um, the one yeah. thing we didn't really talk about is how are you going to sack the ball carrier? What, what are you relying on to sack the ball carrier? Um, on defence well yeah, yeah. I would you rely... don't tend to sack your own ball carrier yeah. No, I, well, no. Matt does, but so be, because <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Yeah, uh, you cut out a little bit for me because my internet shit. So sorry about that. Sorry, I I was um, so that that's why I had to just clarify. Um, so how would I defend of Amazons? Obviously, they're probably going to cage up because that's just sort of what teams do. And I would say at that point. To try and just sort of swamp them a little bit. You don't want to get your Amazon in the fight, so don't base everybody. But just sort of create the little, you know, the sort of two, pump me, the sort of two players, one behind the other, a few squares apart, like the elf defense, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it the elf defense. I think most people don't understand Do that. Do the one. elf defense. Basically, that's basically, have, have your defense two lines thick, so they can't. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And once yeah. they hit one line, they're going to struggle to knock that first line over because of the dodge. 
inevitably, I would say they're going to get bogged down. At that point, you run in, you strike one corner of the cage, and then you sort of bog them down with blotting blitzes. I think, yeah, I think it will be a combination of your blodging guard blitzers and any wrestle you have access to. Yeah, I, I mean, on, on the, and at the very start, when you don't have any guard or wrestle, I would say, if anything, it's a little bit easier against yeah. other rookie teams because they will have a lot less tackle and a lot less block. So you can almost afford to just get in their face of their cage and force yeah. them to roll dice against the blodgers. Absolutely. So you can sort of, you know, just basically you can be quite offensive in your defence, if that makes you sense. You certainly can. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I, I'd like to just put in a, a good word for a, a type, a player type that we didn't really talk about because, um, okay. well, frankly, I didn't talk about because I completely forgotten about wrestle, which is if you've got a wrestle lineman, it's not a bad thing to give tackle as a second skill. Uh, just I don't ever want one of them, but that means that you've got someone that ignores block and ignores dodge. I mean, maybe you give them strip ball as a third skill if they ever get there, but the point is that that's your dedicated. They, they, yeah, they, they become a, a specialist at doing yeah. the one thing. Yeah, yeah, and that and that specialist is quite nice. Uh, the other specialist I would really consider would be uh, a blitzer with tackle and mighty blow. That's yeah. I know, yeah, yeah we did talk about yeah, just guarding yeah. everyone up, but having a couple of like bashy blitzes is fantastic. Because you can get away with having like two guard and two mighty blow as your first couple of skills, and then you can just go from there. So yeah. having having even even tackle as a first skill on one of the blitzes is is pretty great. I mean, basically, what we're saying is that Amazons are boring, but actually really flexible, so long as you want to bash stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, they're too slow to really try a running game like else, despite all the dodge. So their best bet is mostly control with a bit of bash. Yeah, I, th I think that's... I mean, it is it is going to be... To some extent, you're going to be relying on uh, the running game and a bit of the grinding game, but they're never going to be a team that's going to be doing passes and handoffs all over the place. No. No. Um, but, like you said, and, and I think unless you guys have got anything else to say about the main team, you will very often see, particularly in a tournament setting, you will very often see Roxana. Yes. Roxana and is fantastic, especially for Amazons. Because they're so Roxana cheap. is fantastic. You can the, get Roxana in and yeah, still get yeah. your toys. And, and that's the point. Because you, you don't really give anything up with Amazons because they are so cheap. Normally when you get a star player in a tournament, you are paying through the nose. And yeah. Like with, with humans, maybe you've got to sacrifice a Blitzer or the Ogre. With Amazons, it's just, yeah, fine. I, I'll take three rerolls instead of four. And I, I would also yeah. say, with that, is you actually save a little bit of money on Roxana. I would say you save about 40k getting Roxana because she fulfills the role of both thrower and catcher. I think, Certainly. I, I you think, don't need I think to take them because of that, so therefore you're saving 40k yeah. of your team value on that. You could take a throw in high TV to give you, or even low TV to give you a leader caddy. At that point, you might need a leader caddy. But I think... I to, to be Do honest, you want to I... take us through? Oh, yeah, but but the leader caddy isn't actually as good because you're yeah. paying an extra twenty k for the skill access and then twenty k for the skill, so you're only saving ten k. Yeah, I mean to be to be honest, I think the Roxy Amazon synergy is probably the best of any star player team combo out there because yeah. she just. Okay. 
I think she, she's just so massively effective for them because she's got dodge just like everyone else. She's got massively high AG, and uh, she's edge five. In yeah, case anyone's wondering, absolutely. And she is just begging to be a cage breaker because she can leap into cages with edge five, and then frenzy people, frenzy juggernaut. Yeah, and then yeah, so my, my it's absolutely epic. I I, I think you're completely edge. right. Mm. You put a guard piece um, on the edge of the cage. All you need then is a both down or a push to push them into the guard piece. You've got two dice. Yeah, yeah, because she has the juggernaut. Um, yeah. I think that she's, like you said, probably the best synergy of any star player. Certainly, arguably, um, if nothing else, because a lot of star players don't bring anything new to the team. So if you look at someone like uh, Griff, yeah, yeah, he's fast. Well, other humans are fast. He's got block. Well, other humans have block. He's got dodge. Other humans have dodge. All right, that's great, brilliant. Deep root, deep root's a tree. Well, there are other trees. And he's not really doing anything. Whereas Roxy does loads of stuff that the Amazons don't do. So she's high edge, so she can pick up. She's fast, because she's movement 8. She can leap, so she's mobile. Amazons are kind of mobile, but nothing like her. And, yeah. like you said, cage breaking, which yeah, she's, Amazons she's don't a, do. Yeah, she, she's absolutely brilliant for them. She's just... Like, like you say, if every Amazons are a pretty strong team anyway. But every weakness they have, if you throw Roxy into the mix, pretty much negates it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. Roxy's phenomenal. Uh, I, I will say that if you come up against that particular team, so the, the team where you've got Amazons and Guard and Block everywhere and Roxy, uh, the, the best way to beat that, speaking from experience as the player with Roxy, is just killer. <laughs> if yeah. you can, she, if you are playing against yeah. an idiot of a coach like me, isolator and killer. Yeah, it, it's the it's the same as um, if you come up against anyone who has a war dancer. If they ever hit the ground for any reason, foul the fuck out of them. Yeah, do not let that player get back up. I don't care how long it takes. Yeah, you destroy that player. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, Amazons. I think that. I think that might be a record. That's, that's not bad, <laughs> is it? Yeah. So to summarise, um, Amazons are pretty great. Tournaments are pretty great. Tier definitely. one. Definitely. Ad- Ad- yeah. Or Zara, if you want to be bashy Amazons. Um, mm-hmm. In. Or, or Kara. Kara. Or Zara and Carla, if you're a mad bastard like Nazgul. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, good grief! What else is there to say, really? Um. If 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 they're, this they're, was a they're, they're sold, sold in tournaments, sold in league. If yeah. there's anything that any listeners want us to maybe go back and cover in like a recap episode, because we've got a couple of teams I think we can go back and maybe have some second thoughts on from uh, the earlier days. Oh, I'm sure we could. So just give us a shout. Um, and um, I mean, I, I I'd like to mention one one last thing for Amazon's, which me, is me too, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> oh, well, I was just going to say they are exceptionally cheap. So you get yes. all of your toys. You can have loads of players, and you can have loads of rerolls. But the slightly weird thing about Amazons is they don't need rerolls. No, not at all. Because yeah. they always have dodge, and they have an overabundance of two die blocks. So particularly once they get developed, they only need two rerolls. They don't need anything else. If you get sure hands, great. Um, but everything is block or dodge. Yeah, I would say that the only reason you would need a reroll is 
countered by sure hands. Take sure hands and you immediately only need like two, as you said. Yeah, so just, much, just yeah. reduce it down. So it's a good way of trimming your team value once you uh, get a bit yeah, further in the league. You need to trim because which makes it I a lot easier. TVs, a lot of teams catch up with Amazons in terms of block and tackle, and armor seven really starts to come into play if you play against tackle because you will get. And that's when, apart. yeah, that's when you get yourself Roxy. Yeah, but you can't yeah, get Roxy on much, TV yeah. really. You can't just buy Roxy. You can't always so you trim, Roxy. trim, trim. Really, really, okay, really, yeah, but if you really trim, trim then. But yeah. Well, I, like I said, you get a perfectly decent Amazon team for 1200 TV. That's your two re rolls, probably 13 players, a lot of block, and a lot of guards. And you don't need much else. Anyway, but, yeah, I've said no, that before. Uh, Matt, what um, are you going to say about them? Matt, I think you. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was just going to mention, because I'm sure it'll be mentioned by one of our listeners otherwise. Um, obviously, traditionally. It said that Amazon struggle against dwarfs and chaos dwarfs because of all the block tackle, mm. um, which I think is a fair point. Um, weirdly, I actually think chaos dwarfs are probably a slightly tougher matchup. I, I can see yes, that. Agreed. They can match you for speed as well. Yeah, they, they can match you and for they, speed. They've they've got high strength, two high strength pieces. Well, three, and they often have right more. There. They often have more tackle on the pitch. Yeah. Yes. Because the the dwarf positionals will always be there, so you usually only face five long bids. Yeah. Whereas it's very unusual unless unless you're desperate to squeeze a minus in or get to that twelfth player, um, you will normally have all six chaos dwarf mm. long bids on. Yeah. Uh, and they they've also got two strength four pieces and the strength five, plus some reasonably fast pieces as well. So I actually think chaos dwarfs are a worse matchup for Amazons. Yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah, I think we've pretty much summed everything up and mostly agreed on everything, haven't we? And we've in, enlightened each other I think as well as we have, and given me some nice ideas for how to wreck everybody in Division Two next season. Yes. Now I think we uh, I can't. Remember what's are we discussing? Dodge, aren't we? As a skill. Supposed to. Well, we're supposed to. We can, um, we can oh. squeeze into something else because we are running short on our. Allotted time. We and are. That's true. Are um, Probably the third best skill in the game. Yes, but it's, it's like, it's like rock, block, but the it's opposite. pretty great. <laughs> it, it, it lets you re-roll running away. It negates one of the sides of the block dice. Um, the only thing that is worth mentioning is that the use of dodge is optional. So if you're worried about being crowd surfed, <laughs> fall over. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, that's about the only thing I can think to say about yes, Dodge. I'm sure Alex will um, bollock us for not talking enough about it. But really, what else is there to say? Well, oh, screw him. He can, he, can, I think, he can go on about it at length in the next episode. I, I'd say it's either the first or second skill choice for 95% of players. It might be a double for a lot of them, of players. but it's still up there. Skeletons? Really? Dwarfs? Um... Uh, I'm sorry, dodging dwarves are awesome mm. because you can't knock them over. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I was going to say, it's the same it's logic the as with sources. It's not the second choice in, just make... a goblin. <laughs> I said, first or second, yeah, okay, fine. First or second if they haven't already got it. Sorry, I'm being... I'm That's being a fair point, and I apologise. 
It's because yeah. in it's because in my head, block or dodge is the yes. first or second yeah. skill choice Unless on pretty Alex much every map. Yeah. Completely Rogan. Well, yeah. Yes. Rogan choice way forward. <laughs> you, you can't you can't help for special people. <laughs> so what's that? At least fifty percent of this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, and probably at least fifty percent of the people who play Blood Bowl. But, <laughs> but <laughs> moving on, talking of special. That's a good question. What are we talking about? Talking of special. I think it's Bloodbusters. It? Okay. Well, in which case, we should probably discuss some Bloodbusters. I believe you're running it, Nelscop. I am, which is why I'm excited because I quite so like. This is going to be one that Matt wins. Although this is going to be aimed at his generation of Blood Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. What do you mean by that? My generation, second edition. Well, third edition. Then. Third edition. Not, third not edition necessarily, out, but I will. I will, I will see. Blocks with letters on. Wait, how old 26. are you? When does third edition come out? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> shit. No, you probably were. Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> you, at, at, that, at that age, you may well have been sticking blocks up your nose. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it depends how quickly I develop because I don't know what okay. came out. Um, I would hazard a guess that third edition is something like really? 2004, oh, but I I can't okay. remember off the top of my head. I thought uh, it was yeah, I think so. Shit, that was probably second. Hang on, hang on. Uh, well... No, third edition is not. Uh, mainly because I know where I was living when uh, I got I might my copy. Of the second edition. Surely, Matt, you're good with second edition. Oh, maybe um, I'm. Oh, maybe I'm, I'm with maybe. Might be 99, mm. actually. Maybe it's... Uh, okay, so anyway. <laughs> anyway, This yeah. is not going to be one of the questions for cool. Bloodlust. What? <laughs> so... With little blocks with letters on. <laughs> exactly. So, right. Matt. What yeah. is your noise going to be? Dave. Merrick. What's yours? That's too quiet. Hang on. Two seconds. I can hear it. I'm happy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, of course, because what you, what you need to do is deafen the people you're playing <laughs> Sorry. against. Was well that, done. Was that too loud? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to go for a relatively quick version of this. Um, as there are only two of you, I'm only going to ask a few questions. I'm not going to put down a particular number because I'm probably going to get Sweet. that wrong. Um, some of them are going to be fluff based, and some of them. Not so fluff based. Cool. Um, and in fact, we're going to start with how well do oh you God. know Nazgob? Too, either too <laughs> well, right. well enough. I don't think he was. <laughs> what was my first tournament? I believe that's Merrick. Exiles 3. Uh, that's wrong. <laughs> Matt? Um. Hmm. Oh shit! I think I know it. I'm gonna say. I, I mean, I've no idea. Really. I'm gonna say like Bubba Two. Uh, Bubba Two was. A, no, I, I predate Bubba Two. Um, my first tournament, possibly slightly unfair, was the Scrumpy Cup. Oh. There's only ever been yeah. one Scrumpy Cup. Yeah, so, I just I just bad luck there. about 
what the precursor to Scrumpy Scramble was and why you were running it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, for fuck's sake, okay. Right, next. I'll, I'll, I'll think more next time. I wasn't just trying to beat Matt to the count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, I've been to several Gert Bowls. Uh, specifically, I went to two, three, and I also ended up at five. Which was the first host of anything but a one that I played against at a Gert Bowl tournament. God damn it. For the process of elimination of how long everyone's been playing, I'm going to say Hung Donkey Man. Damn. You are wrong. (laughs) Shit. I am going to say Merrick. No, I didn't also play Mascot for years Ooh. in a tournament. I think it's Matt. Really? No, see, this actually gets mentioned relatively regularly. And I know that this came up as a topic of conversation very recently indeed. Uh, it was really? against yeah. Alex. And okay. his goddamn elves. It took you oh, right, okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I thought... You oh. did. It took me... Uh, well, uh, I did say at mm. Gertbol. Okay. No, okay. I thought you yeah, no, fair enough, enough, yeah. played Hung, possibly. I, I was thinking two or three, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, it, as one of the as the Bristol player who I managed to uh, come up against the most, that would definitely be Esky. I, I don't know why. Very good at finding him all the way from my very Ooh. first tournament. Fair enough, then. Um, okay. Okay. More from that no. later. For now, we're going to ask a completely different style of question. What strength did a Snotling have in second edition? Two. Merrick. Damn. That is incorrect. Matt? Uh, I'm going to go with one, but I'm not sure it's right. And because I need someone to actually get a point, I'm going to give Matt a point, and the answer was apparently really? zero. Okay. Snotlings <laughs> wow. suck. <laughs> they, they were Again, pretty I terrible. Again, I kind of mixed up yeah. because I was thinking what Ogre teams used to have, and they used to have goblins. Who were strength two? They used to have goblins, yeah. <laughs> they, they were much better. Oh, by the way, Trotman says hi. But screw Trotman. Please don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. For the next question, we are going to go for okay. a fluff question. Rokes and Reavers. Now, to help. This is a Snar player who still exists and has existed, as far as I'm aware, in every single version. So, under magical influence, which Snar player once ate Astrogranite and juggled four of his teammates? When interviewed, he believed he'd had a dream of being at a combined pie-eating and halfling juggling competition. Mighty Zug? Merrick. Incorrect. Hmm. I'm going to go with Morgenthorpe, but I don't think it's right. It, well, you oh, are correct. I thought okay. that was too obvious. I hate this game. Can we play something else? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, just, I was just trying to think. Star players I know that have been around right since the start. Morgenthorpe, albeit by slightly different names. So I think he was like Morgan or, or something at one point. 
Yeah, could God, be. I, don't even know. I just want a point, man. <laughs> there are going to be three more questions. Right to win. <laughs> Who was the last anything but a one coach that I, I played? Cut out shit. I'm going to have to let Matt go first on that one. Dave. Go on, Matt. Can I ask for a clarification as to whether it's at a tournament or not? I'm going to say played. Played full stop. Yep. Uh, Although, say... in fairness, the last game of Love All I played was at a tournament. I'm going to say 12th then. Uh, that's correct. That's annoying. Because as, we, as we've already covered, you played him at Welsh Open. <laughs> See, the thing was... Wait a minute. Is that... Nope. Oh, oh! I'm gonna have to say incorrect. Nope. Oh. I have to say incorrect, and I'm really sorry because I've just realised that this is unfair, and I've just re- completely rigged the question. <laughs> um, no, it's, I normally oh, only do this when it's Alex. <laughs> it, it was. It actually was. <laughs> oh, you, you dicks! <laughs> I'm just handling the air. I'm horn. sorry. I normally only do that to Alex. Okay, so that's Sweet. that's two one. Hang on, no. To be fair, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> Is that I didn't? I actually didn't know that until you started laughing. <laughs> I would have got that. I would have. Got that <laughs> but then again, I did also not hear the question. That was my little secret <laughs> signal. Well, the thing is, it wasn't until Matt said just tournaments, because I was just think, purely thinking of tournaments. And I was like, oh no, no, all games. Oh whoops. Oh well. <laughs> so, uh, two more questions. Uh, so. What was the largest number of touchdowns that I'd scored at a NAF registered game? Nine. Carry on. Correct. And that's why I hate Hawk. <laughs> I remember that game as well. Okay, we are two all. I believe that was Gert Bowl. <laughs> well, it was Gert Bowl great for some people. Five? Uh, sounds about it was right. Glowworms, yeah, goblins, wasn't it? I think that's about right, isn't it? Halflings, glowworms, halflings. Yes. Yeah. And that that makes me very very happy. <sighs> okay. Decider, I believe. Okay. The decider. How many spells were available to a second edition wizard? Four. Merrick. Okay. I'll, I'll wait because that's not the correct answer. Um, I'm gonna say. Hang on a minute. I'm gonna say three, but I think it might be five. Uh, the correct answer is seventeen. So I believe okay. that's Matt getting a point. <laughs> well, oh, he, he, he said three. He cut out again. Well, I did. I, I, yeah, I definitely said five. <laughs> you did say five. It's true. I'm on that ah, note. <laughs> now, hang on. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but hang on a second. It's on the record, on the recording, is saying five, four, three, shit. <laughs> I'm the worst. Draw? <sighs> cool. Yeah, on the bright side, because Alex isn't here. Yeah, call yeah, it a draw. Wins. Everybody wins. <laughs> Woo! We're both, we're both <laughs> shit at this. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're done. And we're done. I mean, it feels like too long, despite, you know, technically being about an hour and a quarter's worth of recordings. But 
this this nightmare can finally end. It can. Yeah, but I was going to say, considering it's taken about two and a half hours to get an hour and a quarter's worth yeah, of recording. It's, um... I think we've done well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, what have we done? We've, we did a brief Welsh Open. We did a very quick review of a roster. And then we did some blockbusters. I think that's been successful. So... So, yeah... Unless anyone has anything else to say. There's a couple of things. I mean, we did forget to mention in the last episode, um, Pedro requested a shout-out for the Berlin Open, which we completely forgot about. So, uh, 22nd of December. And I... September. 22nd of September. Um, 25 euros. Berlin Open. Go to it. Sorry, Pedro. We should have done this sooner. We can do a more... Another shout-out when there's a longer episode. More of us and probably more listeners. But for now, yeah, go to that one. If you're in the area, even if you're not, go to Germany. Germany is lovely. Um, is this the tournament that's on the 24th of February? Mm, not as far as I'm aware. The Berlin Open. Nah. Uh-oh, what's 12th and typing? Did I get the dates wrong? I thought you said... I'm just looking at a quick note from... I'm just looking at a quick note from Pedder. Uh, I believe there is a tournament on the 24th of February, which is just outside of Berlin. Um, so if anyone is interested, I'm get in contact with wrong. him. I was going off getting a lot wrong tonight <laughs> cool <laughs> I'm reading now I'm not always good at reading but apparently there we go also and we'll cover this more on a future episode Wobbert we're very sorry we understand there were some errors in our reporting on the sevens tournament we'll cover those later well I'm looking to go to the next one in March so yeah sure we'll cover it off uh, we'll, we'll try yes. and get that one right also um, <laughs> excellent water bowlers next weekend I'll be there <laughs> If anybody is also going to be there, come say hi. Or just, you know, go there because there's still space and water bowl. I've never been, but apparently it's quite good. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And by next weekend, I mean the weekend. Yeah, we'll, look, look, we'll, look, we'll look forward to your uh, report from there shortly. Yeah, so I'll report I, back on how many games will. I lost. To, In about a month yeah. when we get around to recording again. Yeah. I'll report back on how many games I lost to Jim Jimini and Jumanji. <laughs> you won't be playing then. They'll be up at the top table I'm somewhere. One in round one, and I'm considering taking halflings. So that's true. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, more on that later. So yeah, um, that has been episode forty-six, maybe forty-five point five, potentially. It's forty-six. Um, yeah, it all counts. It's not the longest episode, so we apologise. We will try and get more quality content out and bulk out our episodes with bullshit. Um, but until then, um, we have been anything but a one. What could go wrong? Nailed it.